Um, I guess we'll just start with the uh, the basic, man. How how are you doing, and how are things in quarantine? Uh, I'm doing good. You know, um, at first it was like a big adjustment because I was used to uh, training two, three times a day, teaching probably one or two privates a day, and then uh, teaching my kids' classes. But now it's like, uh, and then then I went back. Then once the quarantine started, all the classes, all the privates went away was still training but i was trying to only train once a day there for a while because um i didn't want to like compromise my immune system yeah because i wasn't sure what was happening so that was the big reason like i was only training once because i I still needed to train and stuff because i was always i want to stay ready but i don't want to run my body into the ground and then unnecessarily get sick because i think you're a strong immune system's important with something like this you know but now that uh me and all my roommates have been uh, quarantined and no one's sick and all that stuff. Uh, we've, we've been picking it up a little bit, but still keeping it kind of low key and not really uh, inviting a whole lot of not having anyone come and stuff like that. So just keeping it between my close circle. But uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. I can't complain. I get to play a lot more uh, Call of Duty now. Yeah, I'd say the one thing that I've been doing a lot of, like, I don't I don't game, like, at all. And all of a sudden, yeah. I'm, like, playing nonstop. Uh, <laughs> what, uh, is your gym open? And, like, or is there a... The no, it's not open. Okay. No, it's not open. We just got, uh, we got our own little group kind of doing it at random places. Okay, yeah, same sort of thing here. I mean, they just opened up parks and stuff here, so you can go for runs. But other than that, it's, like, you, we, you could get fined for... For being in public places so yeah, yeah. Uh, i don't think it's the i think technically you can get fined for being in public places here but i think the governor said was like he's like our police officers have more like things to deal with other than you being at the park right yeah. so uh, i don't think there's been really any of that going on here but i have heard they'll come to like a business that's open that's not supposed to be open and take away their business license so we haven't even we're not really trying to play with that yeah, we're in we're in Canada, so it's a bit uh, they they're a lot stricter on those sorts of things like <laughs> in the U.S. Um, so we're we're here like two years removed, two and a little bit removed from your pro debut. What? Uh, how do you assess your performances? Uh, you know, when I first started fighting, um, when I first started training the fight when I was eighteen in college, um, I was like, as soon as I get out of college, I'm gonna turn pro. I'm gonna have a bunch of fights, and it's gonna be all this stuff. And then as soon as I like get out of college and I start fighting, um, finding fights has been a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. I, I never would have thought that two years pro I've only had five fights. And then I, I've been training strictly MMA for four, for four years now. And I've only had five fights. So that's kind of discouraging. Right. But um, with my performances so far, I'm, I'm super happy. I've really only been, in five fights, I've, I've been hit with one clean shot, I think. And uh, so that's not my head movement. My defense is good. Um, it's funny because my coach, uh, Drysdale, is very, very critical, right? And he's always like, it's it's kind of annoying and sparring because I'm being more aggressive and I'm making a lot more mistakes. And then he's on me about not doing this or not doing that. But then when I go out and I fight, I, I go in there, I, I hit, I don't get hit, I'm controlling the range, 
and then I grab a hold of them and I and I sub them, put them out, do whatever I got to do, and it's quick, and I don't really make a whole lot of mistakes. And he's super happy about it. But uh, I see some some mistakes. I like you in my, my in my last fight. I was doing a lot of I was trying to implement some more like side kicks and side kicks to the knees, right? But I was using it as like an offensive weapon. So when I I threw the side kick, but I lunged forward. And then he was able to counter. Luckily, he hit my chest. I leaned back, and he hit my chest and my shoulder. But, like, against a guy that maybe a little bit better probably would have caught me there. Um, so that's, like, there, there's little things just like that that I've, I've been able to take away from my fights and able to learn from. And then it's funny because, like, I spend so much – I spend the vast majority of my time still grappling and wrestling and jiu-jitsu. And like before my fights, I'm like, oh, what if this guy's like gonna out grapple me? What if this guy's gonna out grapple me? And then I grab a hold of them, and they feel like kids. I'm like, oh god! Like I grab them, and I'm like, oh thank god! Like it's just kind of funny. Um, I think everyone has their own little thing of how they get in their own head before their fights, and that's kind of mine. I'm just like, I kind of talk myself into thinking they're better than what they are, and I think that's a good thing. It makes me sharp. Yeah, it keeps you on your toes and, you know, prepared. What's it like working with Drysdale? Obviously, well-known coach in the MMA scene. Um, what's that relationship been like? So, um, I first was, uh, I don't know, do you know Joey Varner by any chance? No, no. So, I know so Jamie, was, Jamie Varner or Joey Varner? No, but it's Joey. It's Joey. So, Joey yeah. Varner, um, when I first moved here from Vegas, he was friends with Sean Spangler, who was my, who's a black belt under Rob. He was my jiu-jitsu coach in North Carolina. He kind of connected me with Joey, and Joey was the producer for the Ultimate Fighter. Um, he was a fighter at one point. He's a really, really good striking coach, and so I started working striking with him while I was training at Extreme. And then um, it got to the point where all the other jiu-jitsu places I was going um, at Extreme, I was a, uh, I just wasn't getting quite the like grappling that I felt like I needed. Yeah. And Joey kind of introduced me to Robert, and then. Uh, took me there i trained one day and i was like yeah this is where i gotta be because i was getting pushed and then um that the relationship just kind of started i was just showing up to classes he, he wasn't really coaching me for like mma or whatever i was just showing up to his jiu-jitsu classes right all the time and i would um eventually it got to the point where we, we got to know each other a little bit better and then i felt like i wasn't getting what i needed in certain areas of my mma training so i asked him to start running like wall wrestling practice for me so I rounded up some guys, and he started running practice for me. And then eventually, uh, I actually stay in his casita in, in his backyard now. So I, I live with him now. And it uh, takes a lot of stress and financial strain off of me. And then, so he's he's kind of like, that's kind of funny. He's kind of like my dad. Like, he's one, of those, he's one of those dudes that, like, if he does it, I'm going to, if he says, if he tells me to do it, I'm going to do it. I'll do anything for him. And, uh it's a good relationship. And then eventually it, it, after my first fight, we started talking about starting our own team and building, building guys up. And so now we've already done that. So we have the Zenith MMA team out of, uh, Drysdale Jiu Jitsu. And, uh, we're, we're looking, we're working on like another location for just the MMA team. And we got some really good guys, good up and comer guys that, uh, and a couple of guys who are already established, but we got a good solid team of guys here that uh, work well together. But the 
relationship with me and Rob is, is, is really good. He's like one of the, he's probably the best coach I've ever had up until this point. Him and Sean, both Sean was a black belt under him. They like, I think in college, they kind of tried to force me to do stuff I didn't want to do and just said, do this, do this. And don't give me a reason why. And then if, like, I have to understand what's happening so I can learn too, right? Yeah. If you just blindly tell me to do something, I, I'm, I'm not going to get it. And I'm stubborn, so, like, it's hard. But he has – he's very intellectual and understands how to how to talk to me to get the best out of me, and I like that. How, how natural was the transition to MMA? Because you obviously had a jiu-jitsu and wrestling uh, – very strong wrestling background. How natural was it to, like, pick up the stand-up game and stuff like that? Once I got – once so, like, I was, like, on and off boxing since I was 18. So then once I started training full time, I had like a basic understanding of it. And I had a really good boxing coach from the time I was 18 until I got out here. Um, but not a whole lot of sparring, just a lot of technique, bag work, a little bit of sparring here and there. But then um, it was hard at first because, uh, you, you know, you go, my, I went straight to extreme couture. I didn't really have any scoring before that. And then, you know, like there's guys coming in and out of there, really good high level guys there. And then I'm the jujitsu wrestler, and guys just want to try to beat my ass on my feet. And then it's just like, so it kind of got thrown into the fire, but I, I like that because I'm a competitor. And so I had to pick up a style that was kind of more defense first there for a while, making sure I wasn't taking damage because I don't want, I just don't, I don't see, I don't got to prove to no one I'm tough. I already know that. So like, I'm not a guy like, that's going to do that. And I don't think that's good for your longevity of your career either. There's going to come a time. And so I'm very much more like technical, savvy, slick, striking. I'm not much of a brawler. Um, but, and then after working with Joey Barner and now I'm, I'm uh, working with Dewey Cooper, uh, the, the stand-up's fun to me. Like we did a little bit of boxing sparring today. And I, 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 I like boxing a lot more than kickboxing because it's like, I know what's going to happen with kickboxing and Muay Thai. There's like a million different things that can happen. And yeah. same with MMA. Boxing is kind of fun. And I, I've, I've had the um, pleasure and uh, very honored to have trained with some really, really high level boxers and learn a lot from them. And uh, yeah, no, it, it's coming along. It's not, I, I will say my, my strength is my defense. I don't get hit and my movement's good. My head movement's good. But uh, I could probably be a little bit more offensive, but that's you know that's, I'm I'm still young in it and I'm working on it. But the number one thing is to be able to not get hit and put someone on their ass. Yeah, having having a strong defense is is important because especially at this stage in your career because you can get more fights in, right? If you're not getting hit, you're not getting injured, so you can fight more often. Um, you had you had quite a few fights in 2019. How is this quarantine slowing down your progress? Did you want to fight often in 2020? Yeah, I wanted to fight as often as I could. Um, I've been signed to LFA, um, FFC, Titan, and my first promotion I fought for, WFF. Like, WFF kind of was great, but it seemed like they were going to have a really hard time finding me fights, and then I signed to LFA, and they couldn't find me any fight. And then FFC was paying really good, so they were able to get me uh, two, three fights within, like, a span of, like, six months, so that was nice. And then um, Titan, uh, I signed with Titan and fought for them within like six weeks. But uh, you'd have to talk to my manager 
and see what he what he thinks about people turning fights down and stuff because it's kind of hard and then it's it's hard when i'm in it i'm in his ear asking the fight guys who on paper i shouldn't fight but like i i'm i know i'm ready for it so they're trying to take it slow but i'm trying to take it fast and then it's just hard uh i think it's hard when you have a uh like i'm big for the weight i'm tall good grappler for both wrestling and jujitsu like that's just even in the UFC, guys don't want to fight guys like that. Yeah. So on the regional scene, it's even worse. What's the uh, What's the ultimate goal? Like UFC, Bellator, is that is that the dream? And, and how far out do you think you are from from an organization like that? Yeah, the the, the dream is definitely the UFC. I think. Um, like I had. Uh, um, I've had opportunities to go other places, and I kind of turn them down. I don't want to. I want to be at the place where I think I can, my personality will show itself the most to the most people and have, and build the biggest platform, right? Because I'm thinking longer term. I don't want to just have a good UFC career, win a belt or two, and then, or go with, go to Bellator or wherever and win a belt or two and not have the platform I need to do things after fighting. And I think the UFC has the most eyeballs, so that's where I want to go. And that's where I think the best competition is. What do you and, think you uh, have to do to get there? Obviously, finishing fights in the first round like you have been, but is there anything else you can do to rush your rush your way there? Uh, I thought I had some slick shit to say on the mic <laughs> after my last two fights, bro. And then I didn't, like, the, the promoter, whoever was in charge of it, wasn't doing, like, post-fight interviews. And I had some, I had some shit lined up, bro. It was going to be funny. And, uh... Then, like, even after my last fight, literally right after I won, I went over. I was, like, I was looking around. I was, like, all right, where's the mic? Someone give me a mic. And then afterwards, I, like, Lex McMahon came up to me and was, like, hey, I'm going to give you the, the $1,000 bonus or whatever. And I was, like, bro, you got to give me a mic next time. It's way, worth way more than 1000 bucks. Come on. Uh, so I think it's going to be, uh, first and foremost, it's going to be finishing the fights the way I do. And then letting my personality just show not try to do anything fake or stupid or cheesy or corny but just kind of be who i am and see if people like it um i guess i was i i was hoping for the contender series or hoping for a short notice fight this summer but uh you know hard to hard to guess what's going to happen now yeah i think you're one of the most hyped lightweights at least outside of you know a major organization um that's kind of why i reached out i was like you know, I, I, I got to at least speak to him before he makes it big and then forgets to uh, forgets about us normal folk. Um, but uh, have you thought about even like the ultimate fighter? Obviously, Dana White just announced uh, the the ultimate fighter might be a thing. Is that something that you're down for? I didn't see that he announced that. I was kind of butthurt that they I heard that they weren't going to do that. I would love to do that. I would love being. I'm telling you right now, though, the dudes that live with me are going to fucking hate me. I'm not, yeah, like, I think the person like they're not gonna like it. Yeah, I think the personality um, is gonna it's 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 suited for you. It's it's down your alley. And it's like when like in, I spent three years at NC State where we're, we're living with the team, not the whole team obviously, but we're with each other the whole time. And like in college wrestling, you compete for a spot. Like yeah. it's not you're not just like you're friends, but you're not like like there's four guys 
in my weight class, four guys below me, four guys above me, and all of them want one starting, one of the three starting spots. There's like 12 guys trying to take your spot. And so it's like, that's, I'm kind of, I think I'm made for it. Um, and I think I'm smart enough to be where, um, to prepare the way I would need to without my specific coaches in there with a brand new set of coaches. Um, I think, I think it would suit me really well. The only hard thing would be is without not having my, my coaches and my support, but I think my fight IQ is good enough where I can, I can go do my thing with, without it. But yeah, I'd I'd love to be on the ultimate fighter. I was actually, I wanted to, I really wanted to be on that ultimate, uh, on that last season of the 55s and the seven 45s and the 55s but I didn't have enough fights and I was like scrambling to try to get two more fights. Cause I was one to know at the time and I, I couldn't do it. I wanted to be on that season really bad. Is there a, like did they, no one's mentioned it, but how awesome would it be if it was on fight Island? Like, it's just like That'd some, all, it's, it's like tight. some hunger game type thing. That'd be tight. That'd be tight. Right. You just like I'm on a beach. <laughs> I think that'd be I think that'd be un- yeah, unbelievable. Go on, go on the beach. What? Uh, so yeah, so obviously that, a lot of. I, I never even thought of that. That's cool. <laughs> I, obviously, a lot of wrestlers, guys like Ben Askren, uh, Daniel Cormier, Brock Lesnar, they've had a lot of success in in marsh, in MMA. What sorts of similarities and differences uh, do you have with guys like that? Um. I can't remember who did it. Um, someone wrote an article compared and compared me and it compared me to Ben Askren. And I think that's probably the fairest comparison in, in MMA, like DC. I'm trying to think of another guy. Um, ben Askren's probably the fairest comparison. I can't, but, but the, there's a big difference between me and all the other wrestlers. I think this is going to be the new norm is that, like, I've been doing jiu-jitsu for six years now, um, and I can attack submissions from literally bottom, uh, any, literally any position. Like, I'm, like, kind of how uh, Ryan Hall does right now. Like, he'll go from standing to a heel hook. I'm capable of that. And I think that that style, like the submission hunting, works even better when you're a good wrestler when you're straight jujitsu and you're only playing off your back and you can't really control where you're going, then it's harder. But wrestlers can control where the grappling's taking place. And then on top of the submission skills, I think um, the big comparison between me and Ben Askren is the control on top. Um, that was kind of my style in wrestling. I was, I don't know how much you know about wrestling, but I was the guy always choosing top in wrestling. And like, that was, I couldn't take anyone down to save my life in wrestling and was always choosing top and turning and getting reversals and the scrambling guy, right? So I think Ben's probably the closest comparison, but I don't think he quite has the submission skills that I've been able to develop. And that that's just every single day with world-class guys like Drysdale, world champs, competing in jiu-jitsu. Um, I actually have a win over a guy that's ranked at the time, he was ranked like fourth or fifth in the world at the black belt level of Nogi. So if I can even compete with the guys, then that's all they do is, is jiu-jitsu, and I can beat guys like that, then the MMA guys kind of feel like four strikes. Right? White belts. There's a uh, 
there's another college wrestler fighting next weekend uh, in the main event, Justin Gaethje, um, who doesn't choose to wrestle, but he, he is a very, very, very good wrestler. Uh, what's your prediction for that fight? Gaethje and Ferguson? Uh... Man, I don't know. It's hard because I, uh, so I trained with Kevin Lee for his fight against um Tony and then so until Kevin got tired he was kind of ragdolling him a little bit yeah but I do think Kevin's a different type of athlete than Gaethje and I also don't think like Kevin's uses wrestling in his fights um I, I think like these wrestlers that don't use their wrestling in their fights I think there's a reason for it um a lot of them are good at getting takedowns. A lot of them know, though, when they do get a takedown, they don't know what they're doing when they're on the ground. And so it's kind of a waste of time to go get a takedown or a waste of energy. So I'm not saying that's Justin's case, but I think a lot of these guys that, that wrestle and are good wrestlers and good MMA fighters, they kind of fall back and start trying to get good at striking and better at striking that be their main focus because when they hit the ground, they don't really know what to do and they're not humble enough to learn jiu-jitsu to to get better at it or they were just a takedown guy and they weren't good on, on top or anything like that so i think tony's definitely gonna have an edge on the uh grappling but you know you've seen you've seen gaichi uh land a bunch of punches and the dudes don't go out and then you've also seen him with that one knockout power so it's kind of hard to tell like because sometimes like how how do you how do you knock a dude out with one punch and then a lot of your other fights you hit you hit the dude with 300 and they don't even they really don't even flinch. They just get tired. Like, Justin's kind of a wild card. Yeah. Yeah, and it's similar with Tony. If if he can withstand the storm early on, it's going to be his fight, I think. So I, it's, yeah. I've been back and forth on both all since it's been announced. And every day I come up with I think of a different uh, – I have a different winner. Um, last question, some non-MMA, uh, non-MMA stuff. What have you been doing in your free time? Obviously, you mentioned Call of Duty. Is there anything on TV you're watching? Uh, yeah, Call of Duty and then Madden. I play Madden. And then um, I just started watching that uh, Michael Jordan documentary. Yeah. I'm only on the second episode. And then last summer, it was Game of Thrones. I watched the whole I, – I went from nothing about – I knew nothing about Game of Thrones and watched the whole the whole thing in probably like a month. Um. I really like comedies on uh, on Netflix. That's what like my only favorite thing to do when I go out here in Vegas is uh, I have some buddies who are comedians, and uh, I've been invited to a, a few shows, and then I can I'll go to just random shows now and then. But I love I love stand up comedy. Um, Adam Hunter and uh, Butch Bradley are my are the two guys that I, I like to go see the most here in Vegas. All right, man. I uh, thank you for taking the time. Uh, hopefully, this thing clears up so you can get a fight in soon and start putting together some wins. And hopefully, we'll see you on the Ultimate Fighter on an island. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Absolutely. All right, man. All the best. Peace. Have a good one.